Welcome to Nebraskanomics, where we help Nebraskans remove barriers to opportunity with policy research and legislative advice. I'm your host, Jim Vocal, CEO of the Platt Institute, a Nebraska-based think tank promoting policies that make it easier to get a good job, start a business, and help Nebraskans keep more of what they earn. If you want more economic freedom in Nebraska, then let's get started. My guest today is U.S. Navy veteran Mike Beyer. Mike served as a construction electrician supporting our SEAL teams on two deployments to Iraq. But when he came home to Bridgeport, Nebraska, he was prevented from using those skills to start a civilian career he trained for. Mike, welcome to Nebraskanomics. For those who haven't yet seen your great video, which people can find at platinstitute.org, what kept you from being able to become a Nebraska licensed journeyman electrician? So when I was transitioning out of the Navy, I was looking at getting my journeyman license in Nebraska and was told that any experience I had gained in the military would only count for one year experience in Nebraska. And it was basically in their rules that that's how it was. And uh, after being introduced to you guys through Senator Erdman, uh, things changed and I was allowed to take the exam and the electrical board has kind of changed how they handled that now. Well, it's good that we got that change and uh, thank you for putting yourself out there uh, to accomplish that change. And you and I uh, and our organization has talked a lot about policy, but I know I would be interested and our audience would be interested as well what was it like being an electrician for the Navy SEALs in Iraq? It was like a lot of jobs, had good days and bad days. Uh, before I was with the SEAL teams, I was an electrician at Camp David in Thurmont, Maryland. And that's really how I got into the trade, learning from the guys there. And then when I got to the SEAL teams, my first deployment, I was basically on my own wiring up buildings and doing anything they needed, getting generators going, getting power anywhere. And then my second deployment, I was part of a traveling team that put together new outstations. And if anybody had issues, I would go there and fix those. So there was a wide variety of tasks being performed while I was overseas. I bet. And uh, thank you for your service. And that's an experience uh, that is, is pretty incredible. And we appreciate you sharing your story. You've been doing such a great job getting the message out that Nebraska should welcome people with workforce skills. Our team presented you a couple of weeks ago with the 2021 Connie Brown Freedom Award. And I think that you would have to agree with me. Uh, that certainly that's a big deal, but in, it's an even bigger deal uh, that you finally received your electrician's license here in Nebraska. Tell us how that exactly happened and give me a sense of what that means for your career and your family and how that uh, affects your community. Right. So after I first spoke to Laura with the Platt Institute, we uh, got together and did some press conferences and then the electrical director, Craig Thielen, emailed me and he wanted to look over everything I had. 
Uh, I had completed an 8,000 hour apprenticeship, all my training certificates, and he thought it was more than suitable to take the exam. So once he allowed me to take it, I passed it and it opens a lot of doors. Uh, I work for the city right now as a lineman, but this really opens up the scope of work I'm allowed to perform for them. And it opens doors to possibly one day owning my own business. It's, I can't do that yet, but I'm one step closer to that. And I think a lot of times that's most people's end goal is to work for themselves. We are actually expecting our second child in February. So uh, trying to keep things simple right now. Well, congratulations there as well. Um, so there's a there's a bill sitting in the government, military, and veterans committee LB two sixty three uh, that would have saved you a lot of grief had it uh, passed out of the committee and, and approved by the legislature. It would provide universal recognition of licensing, career experience, and military specialties workers bring from outside of Nebraska to our state. Uh, five out of the eight senators on that committee need to move uh, to vote to move that bill forward so it can receive full consideration by the, the full legislature. And it's a pretty politically divided committee. Uh, given what's happened to you over the last uh, 12 months, what's your message now for these senators as they come back to session in January and hopefully consider this bill again in committee? My message to them is everybody keeps talking about growing the workforce in Nebraska and things need to change to do that. There's a lot of red tape keeping people from getting licensed in professions that maybe they've been licensed in other states or trained in the military to do these jobs. And for one reason or another, they can't do it in Nebraska. And like I said, the electrical board has change their stance, but there's a lot of other professions that if it was just straight across the board, universal recognition, it would make it a lot easier. Yeah, especially with the tens of thousands of, of job openings that we have in the state. I'm coming out uh, to your neck of the woods in the early part of November to the Bridgeport, uh, Scotts Bluff area. Can you maybe share any insights that you have as a tradesman, uh, what the workforce shortage is having on rural communities like those in, in Morrill County where you're at? Right. There's a very limited number of electricians, plumbers, contractors. Uh, being a lineman, I deal with the electricians daily. And in this area, there's only really two of them that I deal with on a daily basis. So there's a huge demand for the work and the electricians that are here need workers and they're having a hard time finding that. If we could bring other people in that didn't have to start at ground level because they have these skills, I think that would help tremendously. I agree with you 100%. And perhaps something else that will help uh, is this uh, recruiting campaign called The Good Life is Calling. And it uh, highlights the opportunities and quality of life available here through a series of TV ads. Uh, the ads, I think, are pretty good. 
Uh, some people are still, I think, skeptical that Nebraska can recruit younger workers like you from around the country. Uh, you've had a real brush with some of the obstacles we still have in place in Nebraska, but you also sound pretty optimistic uh, about places like Bridgeport, where you live and where you're from. Uh, do you have any thoughts for how to approach highlighting the benefits of the state while also keeping an eye on how we can maybe do better? Bridgeport is a great small community and it's one of those places everybody knows everybody and if you do good work people know about it and you really don't have a hard time finding a job or getting a job with somebody that has made a name for themselves already i think we highlight it by advertising the people of the area. I mean, there's great people in this state, and I think that's what makes Nebraska so great. Yeah, hopefully this campaign can uh, attract people uh, to experience the, the good life here in Nebraska and have the similar experiences that you just outlined for it. Um, as I mentioned before, you received the Connie Brown Freedom Award. Uh, Connie uh, meant a lot to, to me personally. She was like a second mom. And uh, I know she'd be very proud of you uh, for winning the Connie Brown Freedom Award because your efforts, your efforts represent so well what she loved uh, about Nebraska and our country. So thank you, Mike, for all that you're doing, for your service, and for joining me today on Nebraskanomics. Thank you guys for getting my story out and helping make a change. Yeah, it's so critical uh, that people like you are willing to come forward and tell their personal stories uh, that can help us uh, get uh, policy changes over the finish line down in Lincoln. And we hope that uh, your example, uh, we can continue with that uh, momentum into next year's legislative session and we can get that universal recognition bill out of committee and debated in, by the full legislature and passed so that we can join other states uh, and be more welcoming to workers that currently live outside of the state of Nebraska. Thanks, Mike, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more economic freedom in Nebraska, please visit platinstitute.org to make a donation to help fund our research and advocacy. Or you can subscribe to our newsletter and learn about today's most important issues facing Nebraskans. It's time to stop the status quo. Let's remove economic barriers and make Nebraskans proud.